Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. It's time for our daily tech and business report. Today we're joined by Bloomberg's Robert Langreth. Several pharmaceutical companies are testing out whether manufacturing drugs in outer space can lead to new and improved products. So, Robert, can you explain in layman's terms how creating drugs in space is actually different? Yeah, so it turns out when you get up into space and you get up into the low Earth orbit into where the International Space Station is, and uh, turns out that in microgravity there, uh, turns out that making crystals uh, of drugs turns out to be much easier. You can get more uniform and larger crystals uh, of uh, drugs. And a lot of drugs are made uh, made these days are proteins, are therapeutic proteins. And proteins are very large, finicky molecules that are hard to make in crystal form. And big drug companies are discovering that they can get ideas for new and uh, easier to use formulations uh, using uh, experiments at the International Space Station. One of the big success stories is the company Merck, the big drug maker Merck, uh, that did did a big a space experiment three years ago and uh, discovered that uh, it's blockbuster drug Keytruda. It could make a, a potentially easier to use formulation of that. And now that could soon go into human clinical trials here on Earth. If it's easier to make them, would that mean they could be cheaper? Uh, pr- Price-wise, you know, that probably is going to have no correlation uh, with prices down here on, on Earth. Uh, it's sort of like they, they can make uh, what they're discovering. They can make certain formulations that are hard to make on Earth. Uh, they can come up with new ideas for making them in space. In some cases, they'll just try to duplicate that process down here on Earth. But I did talk to one startup called Lamb Division. It's a University of Connecticut spin-out, and they are working on the first protein-based artificial retina for people with uh, genetic forms of blindness. And they're discovering they can make it uh, a much more high-quality version of their artificial retina up in space. They're actually talking about producing the final finished product in space. Now, that's a few years away from uh, clinical trials, but you know, if they are able to get that in clinical trials and that artificial retina does work, it could be like one of the first, if not the, the first ever product produced in space. That sounds so science fiction, but it's real. Uh, yeah, it's real. Uh, big drug companies are, you know, exploring this uh, in, you know, in a, in a, in a, in a you know, small fashion. Right now, most of the work is for them to give new ideas for like new formulations of drugs. Like one of the things they're trying to do is a lot of the newer drugs have to be infused through a drip. You have to go to the doctor's office. It takes an hour or two. And they're discovering up in space and microgravity, you can get higher concentrations of the drug into a crystalline form, into a suspension that then could be made into a injection that you can give at home in a simple injection. So that would approve a lot of drugs, make it a lot easier to use a lot of drugs, say, for cancer. 
and other very serious diseases. So it's work at early stages that big companies are looking at it. There's a lot of promise here. How many companies uh, have been going this route? Uh, there's quite a number of drug companies that have done space-based experiments. Merck, Bristol-Myers Squibb, Eli Lilly has something up there on the space station right now. And now, you know, the International Space Station, you know, might could be retired after 2030. So now there are private companies uh, that have been founded that are actually looking into kind of developing uh, dedicated kind of drug formulation labs in space. Like little satellites that will do some drug formulation work and then kind of send the resultant uh, uh, results of the experiments back down to Earth. Uh, and one idea is you could actually like make a little seed for a drug. Uh, a crystal that has a better properties up in space, and they could use that seed kind of like as a almost back here on Earth to make much larger quantities. Think, think kind of like sourdough starter for for drug formulation. What a great idea! Is there any way to determine whether there may be different kinds of side effects from drugs that are made in space? Uh, yeah. So you know, this stuff is all very early stage, and certainly, you know, no, I don't think any that I've heard of any drug makers gotten to the point where they're talking to the FDA, the Food and Drug Administration, about, like, using, you know, starter material in space. So kind of the regulatory pathway has to be worked out. But certainly any drug, like, even if the tiniest part of it was made in space, uh, would have to be subject to U.S. FDA regulation, and they'd have to show that it's, you know, equivalent to the approved drug, FDA-approved drug. They couldn't uh, just, like, do something different. So... Robert, thanks very much for the reporting and for the explanation. That's totally sci-fi, but it really isn't. It's probably closer than we think. That is Bloomberg's Robert Langreth. You can hear our tech and business reports weekdays at 1230 on KCBS. And for more, tune in to Bloomberg TV at 2 p.m. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.